Welcome to the Creative Push, an intimate and diverse artist interview series. Here, artists and makers of all kinds share tips, advice, knowledge, and inspiration that you can learn from each week. This series is a part of the Learn and Create platform to help artists further their education in creativity, art, and business. I'm Sherry O'Neill, a photographer, artist, writer, and educator. This week, artists Randy Purcell, Val Adams, and myself share our candid weekly goal and accountability meeting. Today, we're going to hash out ideas with managing and marketing our business goals as artists. I'm Sherry O'Neill. This is Val Adams. And I'm Randy Purcell. And we are doing our weekly get-together for holding each other accountable for our goals. Yeah, and it's funny, we, we, we keep talking about holding each other accountable, and I forget what my goals are sometimes. <laughs> I've been bad about I've been so sidetracking, that's probably not a good thing to start out with. But No, that's absolutely appropriate. Uh, but it happens, you know, and, I, and it's kind of like I told you, I kind of took the pressure off myself on some things because you get so caught up in trying to be perfect mm-hmm. you you waste time i had the realization that i'm on my computer so much mm-hmm. what am i getting accomplished like we're talking about yes. accountability and time uh, mm. time mapping yeah um, so i've switched so the last week i still had to do something so i've yeah. been writing on my laptop in a different room mm. which is weird because it brings different energy in yeah um because I can't use a laptop in the same way I did the computer because it's a stand-up desk and the monitors are built up higher, so well, it doesn't work with the laptop. Yeah. Um, so basically, I've just kind of reevaluated. I've spent more time writing ideas. I'm using my iPad to write mm-hmm. handwrite. I like yeah. handwriting for yeah. some reason. Um, just brings a little bit. Am of I the only lefty here? Yeah, I am. Are you lefty? Mm-hmm. Really? You're lefty so I'm the only right-handed one here. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. That is interesting. But anyway, so I didn't, I didn't re- reach any of my goals this past week because I haven't had a computer since last Wednesday. Mm. Um, I, you know, I've got cues on my tailwind waiting on stuff because I've still got the oh, free plan. Um, I'm barely hanging in there. I haven't me. edited any video, <laughs> but I have done a, several interviews, Zoom interviews, so I've got content. It's just a matter of getting my computer back so I can do the video edit. Yeah. Um, but that's it. That's all I got. Um, did well, you do anything with your uh, one-year top ten big ones? The top ten big... Yeah, the big goals. Big goals. Um, actually, I did. I actually sat down and wrote a whole cool. list of, of big goals, and one of, them, uh, one of them is one that I've wanted that's not even related to what I do. It's I wanna, I've got to, before I move out of Nashville, which I don't know when that would be, but... Mm-hmm. I moved here with a goal in mind, and that was to do one album. Oh, yeah. And so I have to do an album before I leave. That's, that's cool. So that's on my bucket list for a, yeah, a life. That's, that's a, a life goal. Yeah. Um, exactly. I've been writing since I moved here, so right. I've got a lot to pull from. But yeah. there's a part of me that kind of wants to start from scratch. Because every time you write, every couple of years, you write that's different changed. content. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So that would be one. The other is to complete all of the things I've started. <laughs> Oh, that's a big one. <laughs> not not necessarily on the house, but I'm talking creative yeah. projects. You know, yeah. the 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 way well, I see it book that I sent you. That you, oh yeah, yeah, I was all ready to pull the trigger on that, and then you said, "Well, I'd like to know more about each picture." And now I'm going, "Okay, now I need to add that content." And <laughs> you know, because I self doubt. You know, it comes yeah. back to the self doubt thing. Well, maybe yeah. Part of the reason we picked the Big Ten is so we'll kind of break it down into smaller bites so we can yeah. accomplish those goals. 
So maybe that's it. Now that we have, because I have nine things. Oh, you do? I have ten. And number ten would be pretty easy. I don't know why I stopped at nine. Well, go ahead. I've shared mine. Who wants to go next? But, you know, the thing is, I think once we get that, the top ten list done, then pick the ones that are the most important. Yeah. And let's, I mean, let's take small bites let's not kill ourselves and think that get overwhelmed i guess is what i'm worried about you see these 10 things you're like that's a lot of stuff well i think that's what we're trying to accomplish with our time yes time management uh, management. and and that's what you're talking about using things it allows you to break those down to smaller smaller levels and um i actually redid my room upstairs i created for my little sound booth that i'm using for my zoom calls Uh um and when i did i realized that because I used old windows that I had yeah. and created a V, so it kind of oh, pulls okay. the sound in. Yeah. Um, but when I did that, I realized I have a space now for that whiteboard I had. Oh, cool. So now I've got the whiteboard in a place where I can see it every day. Yeah. Even when I'm doing an interview, I can put notes on there, but I can also break down my goals into sections just using different colored post-its. Yeah. So that's also carrying over in time yes. management and breaking things down to smaller pieces yeah. that I can handle without becoming Keeping things in front of our yeah. face makes a big difference. We do. That, I, that's a big thing if, for me. If you don't mm-hmm. see it, you forget about it, and then all of a sudden it sneaks up on you. You get an alert on your phone or whatever, you're like, oh, crap, I was supposed to have this done last week. Well, especially yeah. with ADD. Yes. <laughs> oh, totally. We, we, yeah. we all three suffer from that problem. You walk Artist, out of the room it's with it. It's outside. It's called <laughs> artist attention. To, yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right, Val. Okay. What do you want to share? Um, I will share. Um, so it's, it's fascinating in the process of developing these goals. Like, I would start working on one of the goals, and then I would start fleshing out the goal and it realize it would create like an offspring of a whole nother goal yeah. which in the case here my first goal is to create and present one tribute sculpture per quarter to an industry committee leader that is an unsung hero in the Nashville area mm. and devise a thoughtful process of time management um, and criteria for soliciting input so you know I have to make that and that's a really short circuit of you know, three months, and I yeah. should be able to, within that 90-day period, get that. That's that's not a lot asking a lot of me. No. So, and it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be, um, you know, a, a cathedral right. experience. It just could be something very basic. As long as and, I'm doing it, and it's, it's that habit of getting in the rhythm Could you not flow. also start by creating, like, the base of those tributes, what they're going to be. Yes. And just have several of them ready. So while you're thinking of yes. that person, you're like, oh, I got an idea. And you find the, the right pieces that you want to use for it. You just grab the base and start working. And that and that's that's definitely it. It's yeah. like having almost a... Pre-plan, I guess. A pre-plan. Too. Yeah, exactly. Like having a truss, you know, the way they build stages, you know. Yeah. It's like build me. Build the trusses. I put beeswax on panels... And I just keep those different size panels with wax on them. So when I do have a painting idea I'm ready to start on, I don't have to wait two hours for my wax to melt, put it on a panel. I just pull the panel out. Pull the panel out and you're ready to rock. And go. Yeah, because sometimes yes. you can lose that creative energy just with the prep. preparing, yes. And yep. sometimes the, the preparing is part of the creative energy. So mm-hmm. you got to leave it, it open both, both ways. ways. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Um I also, so my tribute program, there's that, then identify and submit to a minimum one public art 
uh, call for artists per month. And that might be a little bit large. I might want to make that bi-monthly, but I think there's enough between our prize, things that I always want to kind of perennial submission. Mm -hmm. um, but I want to use this to cantilever getting my portfolio tight and together yeah. and having a basically a bug out bag of my material because you know how it is. You get like, can I see your work? You have something that's like, bang, I want to have a thumb drive and be yes. like, here, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> or, or a daggum link, you know, Dropbox link. And you're like, hey, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll text you that link right now. And they can pull it up on their phone and look at your shit. You use yeah. that app that makes your, your phone's mate or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you <use> popple. <laughs> That's text right. Somebody's phone that's and say, right. my info. It's Shout out there. to Popple. <laughs> yeah, that's it's so easy. I, don't, I mean, you don't even carry business cards anymore if you got that. Yeah. That's it. That's cool. But yeah, I, I, I really, that's a big thing. Like, my Achilles heel is not having mm -hmm. a portfolio that has narrative tied to it. Mm -hmm. And I think it needs, for me, it needs to be a living document. Yeah. Which means I need to curate it, which means I need to touch back on it at least once a month. Right. And see, is it getting better? Is it stagnating? So it, here's a here's a suggestion. Bring because it. I know you're working on your website, right? Yes. Why can't your website be I have a bio. Why couldn't my website what? Be your portfolio. I mean, because oh, that way they yeah. both work together. And that's kind of what I try to do. When I make new work, I want to share it on my website. You know, I, I want to redo some things on my website so it's a little more personal. Every image needs to have that story with it. It does. So, but yeah. if you did it on your website, as it, That's it a good shows thought. That's that a good it's thought. live and things are up to date, and you could always have a link on there that went to a separate something like Dropbox that has just images and stuff. But when people go to you their website, what? that's I, probably I like that because it, it gives me traction... Like maybe under each project, I could have either if it's done the backstory, or if it's not done in progress, the current story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is like where I am in this long arc of being an artist and being alive. Well, and you want you definitely want to have a website. I think anyways in today's day and age. Although I know a lot of people they're not used a lot, but I think well, I know still people important. are using you know Instagram. Here's the thing that you got people got to realize and. And I just all roads lead to TikTok. Well, I, no, I just saw I just saw someone's. I can't remember if I interviewed. I interviewed an artist friend of mine last weekend, and they were talking about they don't have a website. They just use Instagram, and they've got they found that that's so much easier than than doing a website, and that they have tons of followers. Well, here's the problem: if you start relying on a social media platform, and that platform decides to change or go away. Yep. You've lost, lost everybody. everybody. You've lost your entire audience. Yes. When yes. you have a website, even if you don't think you're getting traffic, if your portfolio is there and you just keep leading people to it, and if you're constantly updating it, even if you have like a, a blog on the back end where that's, you just do it like what you do, mm -hmm. you're always going to have something grounded. Yes. Right. And you need to build that. Well, that's the biggest mistake, in my opinion, that I see, especially with artists, I, is that they're relying on these platforms yes. those platforms are free that means they can go away they can be sold they, they can be bought they don't yeah. guarantee yep. you anything because you're not paying for it right and if, right. if you have a website that's why I try to put something in my blog once a week it's it show, if you show it's active people are going to go to it more often yep 
I agree. Mm-hmm. You know, well, and, and I, it's I good for SEO. YouTube videos, I try right. to change those out occasionally because I have several on there. And usually, now that I'm doing this YouTube video thing every week, I'm trying to, and when I write my blog, it includes the video. Mm-hmm. So it gives me a reason to be to my, at right. my site. Well, and that's yeah. good SEO, which is search engine optimization, which yeah. I told you guys about. Yeah. Um, you want people to come and go from your website. It actually looks, in the eyes of Google, it looks like it's being used. And even if it's a small amount of traffic, it's better than yes. no traffic. Right. And, and, right. and that becomes a searchable thing with your name mm-hmm. and with your art if you're mm-hmm. using the hashtags. Yes. Instagram, you can still search and, and seek and all that on there. But the, the reality is Facebook owns Instagram now. Mm-hmm. We don't know what the next 10 years is going to be exactly. like. And if you're building a career, you want to have a website. And this goes back to what you were talking about with the the meta tagging and naming your photos, which, mm-hmm. stri- you know, they strip out yeah. all right. of the information that you're putting yeah. on there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And and one other thing to keep in mind, kind of back to what you were t- your input on that, I know that certain platforms, again, like ArcPrize, they require a certain resolution. So yeah. I don't know, I'd have to have a way to, if I was oh. using a website for So when you're submitting portfolio. to shows for like ArtPrize or whatever, what you would do is have a Dropbox file or some somewhere you store your images at the professional yeah. grade. So when you submit to shows, you do that. Now if it's just Dropbox sending somebody idea. that wants to say, hey, let me see your portfolio, you send them to the link Mm-hmm. Yes, get the different image size and keep it like yeah. What is the what was the appropriate size for a them, phone? You want to keep them small, um, seventy two DPI max, yeah. Yeah. and you can still have them big. You just yeah. this, the DPI Scalable, is the, yeah. yeah it, they're I mean you can really crunch your your images pretty pretty small and low res. And it's all about the speed of download mm-hmm. and, and, and you I, want them. I'm small. bad about that because I've yeah. had some on my website. I thought bigger was better, but now I think about it. That's why everything downloads so slow. Image size, you want to keep it big so that if right. they have a, they know, can it's see it a responsive screen. site and they're looking on a desktop versus on, a, on right. an iPhone or something. But the DPI, you, you never want to go over 72. It's, it's just a safer range, and it'll keep your files smaller mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, in the long run. Yeah, I've got to redo um, all that. <laughs> back to the younger avatars that we're selling to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what they use and hold in their hand. Yeah. Well, yes. one one quick thing for you though, Randy. There is you got you're using WordPress. There is a there is a plugin that I can probably share with you later mm-hmm. that will compress all your files without you having to re-upload them. Oh wow. Um, okay. You can literally tell it, and it will go through your so whole site and, and compress media. everything. Compress every photo. Wow. Now you want to test it. <laughs> you know, to be safe, but um, okay. but you can do it, and they do have a test mode where you can. It'll resize everything and it'll keep the originals in case you want to go back. Yeah. So what you would want to do is is test it first, right. you know, have it resize everything, go back and look through all your pictures and make sure there's no pixelation going on. Mm-hmm. And then once you feel safe, have it delete the original files, which yeah. just means it's getting rid of the large files. And that'll make your site work a lot better too. Mm-hmm. So I can I can share that with you. And it's a it's I'm using it on the free version, so okay, I can That's share awesome. that with you as well. One of the, um. My last thing on me um, and my goals is, is sort of the smaller ones, but one that um, I wanted to bring up was locate and attend one seminar-based open format business conference per quarter to improve awareness and keep up to speed with industry changes. Um, it's I realized that you know there are there are these quantum leaps, and you can kind of 
even as, as like hyper vigilant as, as you guys are better than me, um, at knowing what's changing with platforms, there's, there's use and utility in kind of seeking larger conferences to see what's coming down the pipe. And mm -hmm. because there could be something that's, you know, could simplify everything. And I think that's the thing we're always trying to do. We're trying to, as we, as we said before, like create, a, we're, we're in production mode, but we have an invisible marketing person and an invisible receptionist and an invisible yeah. accountant. <laughs> oh, is, is that you? I think that's you. you. Is that me? Yeah. Oh. No, his Extended car warranty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I need one right I've away. Two of those today. <laughs> that's great. Please sign me up. <laughs> that's all I got. That's all. Okay. Well, I got more, but yeah, I'm yeah. I'm like you. you. I'm gonna just throw out a couple for my top ten big goals. Let's see. Let's. I want to see. One big goal I have is the consistency of posting YouTube videos for a year. I'm I'm so curious to see what if I post a video every week for a year, what changes. So that's one. Big go that I don't have to stay on. Well, and I think they just You're, changed it where you can. They're they're allowing short videos now. Yes. Like yeah, three minutes or yep. two minutes short. So I'm something. doing both now. So my plan is, you know, occasionally I'm in the studio working and something pops in my head. I'm like, oh, that'd be fun to share. And I'll just use my phone, do a quick two or three minute video, post it on YouTube from my phone. It's so fast and easy. So I'm doing these studio shorts. And then I have my, my other camera above my workstation, and I'm using the OSB, and I'm, I've figured out now how to switch from... So you're not using a GoPro? No. No, he's just using his phone. The problem is it just adds a bunch of stuff to your phone if you don't want to yeah. deal with so that. So you can use your phone to do everything. And yeah, just is that mean, but he's also GoPro. in his studio, and I think with so you, with I think the, yours would be better with a, with a GoPro. Yeah, you, you're not going to yeah. be successful. And you're also going to want it higher yeah. and just kind of stuck in one place that, yeah. to see you in your workspace. He can move his around a little bit. Right. What I've got doing. a I got an arm that holds my phone. Oh, you can, can articulate it. it a little bit. Then yeah. I have my I have a mic stand that holds my webcam above me, and so I can look and literally see what's going on on my laptop with my webcam facing down. Yeah. But our processes are so different. GoPro, yeah, you're going to catch a totally different. Yeah, you're more. Yeah, you're you're, you're located. Yes. You know. I'm not working in a space as big as what well, you. You could have long curly hair and a hair pick in your back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing you got to keep in mind, though, and this is frustrating to me, is like with Instagram, you have to use your phone or you have to use their app in order to record it. So you yeah. have to use your phone for mm -hmm. that, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. And it's not on your phone; it's actually on their it's right. on their server. Yeah. Um, the other thing is YouTube videos you're going to want to shoot horizontally, mm -hmm. which everything else you want to shoot the other way because exactly. most people are so that there's all that. So like I've found that with everything that you know, everything that I have to think of pre-think and videotape, all those elements come into play, mm -hmm. and I'm trying to figure out a way to. You have to almost shoot in all those different dynamics each time, yeah. and you know, in order to share them on all the platforms, if that's your goal. But is there is there kind of a point of diminishing returns to getting every angle? Or yeah, I don't think that matters as long as people can see what you're doing. What I'm saying is, the platforms themselves, like Instagram, you have to use their app. Their app mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. Facebook, you can upload from anything. Right. So um, you guys are always shooting vertical. 
No, I'm, I'm actually started doing both. You start doing both? You, you do both? I do it. what I'm shooting for. Yeah, I'm doing it because I'm going to also want to add video on YouTube, mm-hmm. which is a horizontal. Surely there's an app. <laughs> well, I, you can crop in. The problem is if you're shooting vertical, you have a lot less. Yeah, you know, From well, an artist standpoint, it's wider. Is if I'm going to Instagram with something, I don't even care how to shoot it because I always, I always square it up. Mm-hmm. I crop mm-hmm. it so it's square. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I, I just shoot different angles way. and I shoot and I don't worry about production of this really nice video. I mean, I'm doing yeah. simple, raw Down stuff. Down and dirty, get it done. And yeah. the, the most I'll do, if more than likely what I'll do, if there's something in the video that I recorded, I just won't share that one. I'll do another one. Right. Yeah. Instead of trying to edit out all these little nuances. But, that but the cool like. thing is if you're, if you are recording it horizontally, that gives you an option later to patch it into other video con- exactly. content. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I think what what it comes down to is spend two or three minutes just shooting a quick live video yes. on Instagram just to show that you're working. Shoot the higher end stuff that you're going to use for your YouTube horizontally just so you have footage. Mm-hmm. And then don't worry about it. Let it go. And when you have start time, with, deal with that. Yeah, start you might with one. Do right. Don't, yeah. don't get worried about... <laughs> going across all platforms that's what I'm working on now is just YouTube and of course I've done Instagram and Facebook so much it's so easy for me mm-hmm. but I found that I can do the YouTube thing mm-hmm. and just share the link through LinkedIn through Twitter through Facebook and then I'll, I'll just keep it on my link so, on my Instagram well that, and I have noticed for some reason I don't know how this works yet because I haven't looked into it but I have noticed that a lot of TikTokers are sharing their TikTok videos on Instagram so there's got to be a way yeah, to do that. I don't know how right. that yeah. is, but they're actually able Instagram is okay. so weird about it. You can't regram somebody's stuff without getting a different app, and it, yeah. then it doesn't. But yeah, Facebook also owns, and so I think we're going to see changes happen. Something's going to They're going to want to make it easier for people because they're going. They're all fighting for the same thing. You yeah, know? and this is back to the business seminar thing where I feel like you know I have to get my eyes outside of my own screen somehow, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and until I can afford a consultant in that way. Right. You know, you guys are my consultants. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Sherry's, Sherry's a pool of knowledge. I mean, I've, just from us meeting, this, these weekly meetings, it seems like every time I leave with something, I'm like, oh, I need to change that on my website. Or I know. My Instagram I know. I want to put a bag over my it's head. It's huge. Well, <laughs> I, I taught business classes for 10 years. So it's true, it's I have, true. And I've had to kind of grow, yeah. you know, the, and so the younger generation. Anybody that's me. actually listening to us, this, yeah, it's amazing the growth individually the, the things that you get off of the two people that you're seeing across from when you're discussing the business of being an artist because there's there's so many things that you may question you've researched but you can never find a clear answer but to be face to face with somebody that's already done all that research and played with it and figured it out saves you tons of time mm-hmm. or yeah. or makes you find out that you there was something like our images on my website not having the hashtags the metadata right I don't have any of that stuff, so I got to get that done. I, I never would have thought about it. It makes a big yep. difference. Well, and that's also the reason I want to I want to start doing classes to, yes. take, to help people. And and I'm you know yeah the learn and create is I know is going to be a, a great resource. Yeah, and I've got a marketing connection now that I did the first uh, interview. I can't edit the video until I get my computer back, but I did the first interview. I, I'm going to talk to her and see if she wants me to launch it this tomorrow, or I might just use this as part of our mm-hmm. launch. And, and push her a week yeah. just so I can have the video. Yeah. But that's going to be a monthly thing now. Mm-hmm. And everything we talk about here that we need help with, 
I'm going to try to address those questions with awesome. her and have it a really quick, easy answer, yeah. question, answer, question. And then whoever asks questions. You can always go into depth about <laughs> those topics later. But if right. you hit on some of the top, the right. easier parts of those questions, and then it's like, okay, this discussion's leading right. to something a little bit deeper we need to dive and into. And I want to keep those mm-hmm. simple, too, like yeah. a 10-minute answer, question right. and answer where we're just getting stuck. Straight knowledge and not yeah. having to search for something yeah. like, okay, what is metadata? You can go okay, down here's 10 so minutes. much of a wormhole. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. I get so frustrated. I'm like, why am I wasting? Well, we waste yeah. so much time. That's Dude. that's what I want to do. Is you, I want to provide people doubt, with just quick, easy answers. Yeah, yeah. and you yep. doubt the when you're searching on the web, you doubt the content. If it is it actually true? Right. I mean, you don't know if this person that claims to be this guru in this subject matter is knows it all. I mean, maybe they do, but there's a chance that there's well, something I, they're telling you it won't work. And I think yeah. the other thing that I know I'm tired of is everything's a subscription now. And my dollars towards growth is is really mm-hmm. important to me. I mean, because just the software, what I have to pay per month for software yeah. is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm at a place where I want to give what I want. You yeah. know, I want to mm-hmm. give people easy access to short, quick, easy answers. Yes. There's always more ways you can do something, but at least I'm giving them, Go without them having to sit through a 45-minute video. Yeah, yeah, all the fluff they put on these things yeah. drives me nuts. Yeah. You know, and Mark, on the note of marketing, I want to bring up Mark Barron, because mm-hmm. this is back to, and, and, and I'm going to flush this out real quick for listeners out there. Um, I'm a metal sculptor. Um, I made a guitar, electric mm-hmm. guitar metal sculpture, and... Um, Mark Barron saw it and he, he made the observation. He said, you know, if you put that on a stand so that it's up in the air and people could walk up behind it, like, like the wings, he said it would, it would be a home run. You talk and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Expletive yep. deleted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's the thing is, is I want to say fresh eyes on your work soliciting critiques and input, um, never being too much of an expert in your process, kind of approaching it with new eyes. And I, I just, that avenue was like a no-brainer. As soon as he said it, I was like, It's funny, what? the obvious is sometimes harder to see. <laughs> it is, it is. It's a good way of putting it. What's funny is that, um, you know, we've been talking about public art pieces, and that's one of my top tens is, is a public art piece within the next year. Yeah. I've got all these ideas, and it. And I mean, I've, having three, is and, and to yeah. yeah to to you know add another to the list just helps. But I also see, I want to help you make sure you get yours out there too, and maybe it's, <laughs> no, we do. collaborate. I mean, <laughs> well, no, and you got to also are, submit yeah. like the submit the submission process is, and but I also think that's something that we can help each other, mm-hmm. and you know we also we'll have Justin to help with writing if we yeah. need it's know. funny I, I've been just, just doing a lot of stuff and, and every time it, it gets to the sculpture or public art thing I'm like oh shit I need to let Val know about this one And but I've got so much little resources and stuff I and that folks is why I live in Nashville Tennessee <laughs> close to Randy Purcell who thinks of me when he's not even with me <laughs> alright I'll bring up one more thing off of my list that I feel is important is the, actually, I'm going to say two, and I'll be brief about them. The Mystery Art League, within a year, I want that to be like a well-known business that artists can be a part of and get some 
some uh, some press out of, and it's a fun event for people to experience. And of course, we're going to start this fall with the Franklin Art Crawl and then the Two Rivers Mansion. Those two right there will set the stage for next year, and I, and I'm hoping it becomes a thing where we get booked in advance, and I can make this thing into. So I, I want to ask you a little bit about that because I was thinking about it. Um, because to the outside observer, our audience perhaps, um, certainly me, it seems almost like you're partitioning your hard drive of you. You know, it's like, so when you create a whole campaign of something that's going to require a lot of your time and effort and oversight. Kind of like learn and create. Learn and create, exactly <laughs> what I was it's thinking. It's a side business, basically. You beat yes. me to it. You beat me to it. Yeah. But that's, you both have that. But I also feel like last year was the hard work. You know, we... The testing. And I, and I got to give a lot of credit to Tim and Justin and, and Grant and Michael. I mean, I got so many people involved and, yeah, making me throwing ideas off of them and us seeing what would work or not. And then Mihail let us host that, that private little party where we did it and everything worked great. I mean, we had a little hiccup with, with the augmented reality section of it. So now I'm, I'm kind of take... I, it's not gone, but it's not going to be the focus. The focus is going to be in the artwork. And then mm -hmm. if we have a chance, an opportunity to use Video Bomb, augmented reality, then we will. Um, I think I've got ideas for that because I think it would be a fun aspect. But right now we're focused on the artwork. We've got the games figured out. Tim is like, if you're looking on a, a gauge of smart to not so smart, Tim's like, way above the house <laughs> and I'm the down here in the crawl space <laughs> and so, so when he throws ideas at me I'm like oh man I, I, I said that sounds great but I think I would get frustrated I said come on Justin to, does the same thing yeah. <laughs> I said you're going to have to dumb it down for me man I said I know I'm not the only one that's going to be in an event and if it's too complicated I'm just going to sit there and drink and laugh at my friends you know <laughs> right right <laughs> We, and my wife would that, like that. My wife that. would not like that. <laughs> so yeah, we need to to make it where it's it's not so complicated that just a normal Joe can walk in and say, "Oh, I figured, I got this figured out." Not I don't mean make it super easy, but make it to where there's a little bit of a challenge, but there's also the opportunity to to figure it out pretty fast. And we're doing this this one, the first one for the Franklin Art Crawl. And we had to make it so that it's, 12, it's for an audience 12 and up. We want kids to be able to, to play in this game. Um, and Tim came up with a genius idea, and I'm not even going to talk about it, but it's so perfect for this. And it's it's like the Mean to have kids level. also able to interact as well? Yes. It's going, to be, it's going to be easy enough where anybody can play. And so, yeah, we'll, we'll do that one there, and then the... The Two Rivers Mansion one's going to be a little bit harder because it's a different crowd, but it's also one like the the Franklin Art Crawl. They can it's going to go on for a period of two or three months. The Two Rivers Mansion one's going to be a couple of hours in one mm -hmm. night. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it needs to be simple enough where people can figure it out, but you don't want to make it too easy. You don't want somebody to solve the yep. the whole thing up in thirty minutes and be like. Now what? <laughs> you know what I've observed is that over the course of time is that everybody's great idea about how to evolve my process and my art and my business is 
requires it's, it's like their 10 percent and then requires my 90 percent mm-hmm. which it is a good idea but sometimes i just want to say oh gosh no more good ideas yeah because they just want to have run time let's put that I'm like always evolving no yes. more good ideas that's why i have like 20 or 30 of these guys these sketchbooks because you know sometimes i'm like that's a great idea but i don't have time for it yeah i do think so you that, write it down i and, think yeah. keeping a list of them is a good idea because you might not be in the right space right now exactly. but mm-hmm. six months a year from now as things change and shift, mm-hmm. you might be in a place where you go, oh, I thought that was a good idea, but not at the time. Now it's perfect for, for me to, to investigate that. You know, I, my Sunday mornings, I get up, I, I start my coffee, I go sit on the back porch, and I grab an old sketchbook. And I yeah. just sit there and listen to the, the birds and stuff, and I get my coffee done. And I it just it's just me being on the back porch in nature, and sometimes I sit there and don't even open the book up. And then sometimes I'm sitting there and I start thinking about something. I'll open it up and just start thumbing through some old notes that I made. And it almost never fails. One of those little ideas will relate to another idea that I run across in the book. Next thing you know, it's a whole new thing that I'm excited about. Yeah. Whether it be a composition for a painting or you know something like the Mystery Art League. That's kind of how that happened. You know, Tim mentioned this game we'd do with artwork years ago, and we had it wrote down, and, you know, just mm-hmm. then finally the augmented reality idea came, and you started piecing things together, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, this could really work. What's funny is we simplified it um, to make it work, but it, it's definitely going to happen now. That's mm-hmm. the great thing That's about great. it. That's great. You know, great. it occurred to me in a large sense, like, every one of our businesses, oh, by the way, happy birthday to John Partipio. Yes, it's his birthday I'll have today. To send him a message now. Yes, yes, the the, the great Shout one. Shout out to John. Shout out to him. We we all have kind of interesting metaphors for our business in terms of like viewfinder and and mm-hmm. sight, um, metal yeah. bees, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking that is we could it thoughtfully if we kind of in, use that as like a a stitch like interlace everything we're doing with kind of back to the bone marrow of the metaphor mm. for it is pretty it could be really powerful pretty powerful yeah i for agree sure. i think as a goal in general you know we talked about listing our 10 grand goals mm. career goals um one of the biggest goals other than completing things for yes. me is taking action yeah. because i'm an introvert so i tend to hide a lot um, mm-hmm. especially when I get nervous you're an and extroverted I'm, and, introvert well it's funny because for years and years and years people talked about fear right yeah. and I thought I'm not I don't have any I'm not I don't fear anything I'm not fearfully yeah look at my hands and right? <laughs> but there's different kinds of fear yeah. you know and my not fear sure. showed up in the in the form of anxiety yeah. you know overwhelm mm-hmm. right um and so I'd get to certain part and I'd self-sabotage myself where, I, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm, I've worked on this thing, whatever it is, for so long, worked so hard, and then I get to that level where you're almost finished. And then I stop and I pull back, and I had to really look at that. Yeah. When too. we made these goals. Start judging it, maybe, the Well, it's, it's the imposter syndrome. Yeah. It's like, it is the imposter. I, I, I know in my heart, mm-hmm. it, it's oh, always that's, good if it's part of who you are, that's because that's what art is, right? right. It's, it's not what they want. It's what you yeah. feel. 
and then they yeah. come the right. You have to find the right audience. The audience that is there. Absolutely, right. got to find the right ones. But you have to take action too. You mm-hmm. can't like I've got all these things almost lined up perfectly. You know, like in my library of almost completed. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to take a little bit of effort on each end, yeah. but I'm stopped, and and I've got to take action. And I think since COVID, since I had all this time to filter through all this stuff, that's kind of my new quotation mark yeah. thing. Yeah. Take action, no matter yeah. what. I need to be taking action on those mm-hmm. thoughts, even if I don't. Even if there's, even if there's a, a minimal chance it's going to work mm-hmm. doesn't matter that's right. because that's what all these young people are doing on social media right now is they they don't care exactly yep. and when you're younger yep. you don't care yep. because you want to be who you are like, right and i mean i think as so what adulthood kind of ruins us in, in that mindset because we we learn especially as a business that we have to perfect everything yes when you're a, when you're in your twenties, I didn't care what anybody thought. I, I just put it all out there. We didn't have social media back then. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but that's what makes social media work so well. And in, in order for us to be using it properly, is we just have. It's a day to day thing. It's, it doesn't have to be perfected. Just share. Tell people how you're feeling, what you're working on, what it means to you. That's that's yeah. the connection. Well, the the things I'm most drawn to when I do fall into, you know. YouTube videos, or whatever the people that are the most organic, or they're they're and not sincere. polished. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you can tell that they they're there's somehow there's polishedness to their videos. Their sounds always good, those kind of things. But they're just being themselves with good quality audio and video. You know, <laughs> and I don't think that if they didn't have the perfect microphone or the perfect camera that I would like it any less mm-hmm. it just makes it easier to watch or mm-hmm. listen to well I think the other thing that I realized I was skating through some YouTube videos the other day when I, actually yesterday trying to figure out how to you know do better audio and I came across an old video a YouTube video of Tim Ferriss like from years ago if you've not heard his stuff you need to check him out he's pretty mm-hmm. cool is he a comedian no he's a he's a I don't even know what he is. <laughs> he has all kinds of content. Now he's yeah. got content. He's big. If you don't know who he is, you need to Google him. But anyways, he was put. He does. He's a podcaster. He's got his okay. own podcast series. Okay. Um, yeah. And I'm an author and all kinds of him. stuff. He's yeah. got a, a top. He's got a lot of. I may get his emails, man. <laughs> <laughs> I get a lot of emails like from. But he was going through that process, and he was explaining about how he started, how he was worried about a lot of that stuff, and he. He, it took him a while to perfect. So when he was telling the gear that he was using for podcasting, this was like five years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, I was I looked at the date. And I'm like, wow, that was a long time ago. He's probably using very different gear. But what he yeah. did say is that in the beginning, he was such a perfectionist trying to improve and improve and improve. And the very first ones really kind of sucked sound-wise, but nobody cared because it was the content and mm-hmm. the information he was sharing that people were really yeah. into. That's how he grew his audience. Right. Um and it did get a little more polished, but he also doesn't do it all now. Mm-hmm. He would he he now has a system, and it's probably changed even now more right. so than it was five years ago, where he has he he does he uses his tools and he uses it to the best of his knowledge. And when he's done, he sends his he sends his audio somewhere else. He tells them what his notes are. He mm-hmm. explains what he wants, and somebody else does all that. Wow. You know, if you get to a point where you're mm-hmm. you're you're functioning in that manner you should be able to afford someone to do that and that's going to take the stress off of trying to 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's what a marketing strategist or, you know, person's going to help you with as well. Mm -hmm. But you have to be ready. You have to get, you have to get all the work together first, I think. Well, this is a circuit's back to what we were talking about. Like, if you're going to add something, what's your sacrificial lamb? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because there's only so much budget. There's only so much Mm -hmm. time. And it's, it's, it, it's endlessly enticing. And sometimes it, it's better to hire somebody to do one of these yes, minute tasks so it. you can make better content. If especially you're focusing if it, on the content, who cares? Look, yeah, especially right. if, if else it's do it. stifling your creativity, absolutely. Right. Yep. I mean, if, it, if, if it's, it's part keeping of you from it, yeah. doing what you love, then you need to find a way For to sure. make it happen. I agree. Imposter syndrome. So yes, the, the, the one last thing I want to talk about is, <laughs> it's so funny, you, you talk about getting rid of something. It's for the last three years, one of my goals has been to focus on a body of work that you know, my painting process that wasn't um, a word I'm trying to think of here in influenced by anybody outside of myself. Mm. So, and I started that process. I guess it goes back to your thing and not finishing something. I've played around and I've done several experimental pieces that were going to be a part of that. And it, it, it never fails. I get caught up in, okay, I need to make work for Copper Fox Gallery. Oh, I need to do something. I want to do it for this show or I want to do, you know, whatever the case may be. So I'll, that's, that's another one-year goals. I want Between now and one year from now, I want to, even if it's just four or five pieces of work that I do for me, and I don't show it. It doesn't get shared anywhere until they're done. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got five, 100 It could be 20. I don't know. It depends on what it is. Some things, you know, are pretty easy. and They, they come fast so you can knock them out. Then some things, you know, maybe there's a painting it takes me three months to do. Mm-hmm. You know, as mm-hmm. long as I'm working on it. Because when I did the commission of the Ryman recently, that painting took a lot out of me. But I'm, and I'm thinking as I'm doing it, I was like, this is really something I want to do. Is I want it to be hard and take time because then result's always worth it. Right. And then, yeah. of course, we, I get done with this big commission and I put all this work and effort into it. Then I don't want to get rid of it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. We've already agreed on the price and it's got to go. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, it'd been different if, if I was doing that for me. I probably could have lived with it for a little while. Yeah. And then... The price probably would have been a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Because it was a commission. I was like, yeah, I'll do it for this. Yeah. Knowing that that's, I don't want to overprice it because they might say no. Yeah. The other mm-hmm. the other part of of not completing something though is that you can always complete it. Yeah. It, it's still sitting. It's there. always there. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like. But so that much... can also add stress to your life. Exactly. <laughs> right. That's the problem. Yeah. Is the stress. It's not the incomplete yeah. object. It's, it's the what it stress means to you. of you. Knowing that you could do something with that, but you're not. You're choosing not to use right. your time to do that. And understanding why you're choosing not to do yes. it, too. That's important, What's more too. Important? Is, What's it, more? is it because you're hung up on a specific thing yeah. that you don't want to do? That's where it comes in that maybe you need to get someone who's better at that, or you can yeah. hire someone to finish that for you. Materials, um, it could be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, moving forward to next week, what, do we, what goals do we want to set? Ah. Uh. Or do we want to complete, continue on the path of developing our ten top? Well, I think we could. I could just name off, you know, and and I'm pretty. I keep saying these things out loud every week because 
they're important to me right now. I want to make them habit. Posting YouTube videos, tailwind, making sure my Instagram posts are going out every day. And I'm getting close to running out of what I've already prepped. So <laughs> I got to get on that this afternoon. You're at the probably. end of a month. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then... Um, it sounds like we're talking about flowers. Wow. <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> like, was, like the flowers. This one needs water. Yeah. This one's got aphids. So <laughs> Let's see. Um, yeah, YouTube, Instagram mm -hmm. posts, and the cool thing is now I've. This this is what. What's positive about what we're doing? You start thinking about how to use your time better. So now, when I do the video for YouTube. I do the fast edit on YouTube. I don't. I haven't dumped in anything because I told you I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> but I'm, I'm posting, and as soon as I do, I copy the link. I go to my blog. I write a little couple paragraphs about it. I embed it into the blog, and then I share that link on Instagram or, or not Instagram, but a LinkedIn and Facebook. So I'm knocking out four or five things. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe like that. that's something that we could talk about next week. Is is what is a a good circuit of of those things. Yeah. It, for what each is of the us. what is the circuit of those things for each of us? Right, because they're all they're all going to be different. They're all going to be different. Yeah. The, the one thing I will say that I've learned through starting this whole thing, I my project with Learn and Create is there's a lot of details in the SEO parts. You know, the keywording and the mm -hmm. writing the description of whatever yeah. it is you're sharing, and that. That can bog you down and take a lot of time, and it's, and it's not fun, I, no. frankly. I like to write, but I don't like to write that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So what I've started doing is kind of creating a template-type thing where I can repeat it's, it, and I'm just filling in the blanks. I need, and I've found that that makes I've it a lot easier. I have my, my, mm -hmm. mat, my, my basic hashtags ready to go. I have the template of... Yeah. Who, what, when, where, how, because that's what your description is, right? Yep. Um, What's and a I, hashtag? And then, and <laughs> then links, you know. Um, so I create a little template. It's like fill in the blanks, mm -hmm. and it makes it go a lot quicker than Copy me sitting there. Oh, yep. so that's what you have. I mean, you got to change the initial content. Right. But, but the, the overall template makes it quicker to, to pull together because you're not sitting there going, well, what do I need to add? Or what was that? What were my main hashtags? Or And so I'm finding that creating that mm -hmm. in advance and keeping that in like my notepad so that I have it on all of yeah. my devices because it shares oh, on my Mac. Copy. Can you send me a copy of that? Um, yeah, probably so could. Yeah, because well, I don't really, I don't think about hashtags. I really don't. And I know that it's just a whole... Well, the, the great thing is you can sit down and, and just think about your metal shop. Hashtag metal. Hashtag reuse. Hashtag welding. Hashtag... So are all your hashtags, are you looking for... Like what their audience is when you're... What your audience is. So what I would do... Well, here's how I would do it. This is what I, uh, Ross, who's helping me with some of my SEO right now, mm -hmm. he gave me a... I have one month to come up with my keywords and everything that I think are the strongest based on what I want to share on this new site. Okay. So basically what you need to do is you need to sit down and first make a list of every kind of work, and I'm sharing what he shared with me. Mm -hmm. Make a list of... Think about your site and... And, the, and how you break it all down, and especially you since you're building your yep. site. What kind of categories would you have? Like what's important to your art or to your world? Mm -hmm. What are those specific areas? Like it might be beeswax on wood or beeswax on paper for yeah. you. I'm just right. throwing something out there. Yours might be um, metal sculpture 
mm-hmm. that's a standalone or metal sculpture Genetic. that's 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 mm-hmm. functional, right? Mm-hmm. Wall um, functional. Whatever that's yeah. big, small, whatever that looks like for you. Come up with all of your words that are connected to what you want to share first, because that's your subject matter. Right. Okay. That's right. how you're gonna you gotta build your website from that anyway. So right. those are gonna be all what you call your drop downs or your subheaders. Uh-huh. Once you have that, take those words and put them in Google and search them and see what comes up at the top search. Uh-huh. And start paying attention to the to the combinations of words. Okay. And so he told me to take to do oh, all of yeah. that and then start combining. Pick the ones that come up at the highest level in the Google search. So if you've got metal sculpture with bicycle parts, I'm just throwing mm-hmm. that out there, and then you see what comes up at the top of that search, start looking at those keywords that are coming up at the top of the search and intermingle those with other words that are also coming up at the top and then combine them and see how they work together with what you're and and so that'll start making your keywords a little more powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, they all, there's also some free keyword finders online um, that you can find and, and throw those mm-hmm. words in there to see. Keyword but you, but, finders. Yeah, oh. but so, so you you got to create content that has the right keywords for the right audience because think of it, it's almost like you have to put yourself in the position of the the Googler, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. When we Google something that we're looking for, yeah. we're choosing a specific set of words to find what we're looking for. And sometimes it's really hard to find what we're looking for because we're not using the right words yet. Exactly. Right? So yeah. you're you constantly it. putting in, and the top keywords are going to come up, whether it's what you're looking for mm-hmm. or not. You know, or not. Right. We need to put ourselves in the searcher. And in, the, in their position, the person searching can sometimes be good. Oh yeah, because yeah. people misspell yeah. certain words all the time, and if you put in, especially for some specific thing. Yes. So we need to be putting in the words, as if we were the person looking for our own work. Yeah. Right. Basically, putting yourself in the position of the of the the person trying to find you. Right. In order to help you come up with your best words, because you right. have to know your audience yeah. to be successful. And I think that's for me, even even with the business knowledge I have, I understand how it all works. But for me, that's the hardest part is is figuring out specifically who my audience is because mm-hmm. I'm all over the place. Yeah. You know, well, it's, it's interesting to think about that because you, when you're like buying domains, you know, you would probably buy Sherry S H E R R Y S H E R. You know, it's like all the. Right. The iterations anticipating so you know the, the well-intended but misinformed audience. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing is your name doesn't matter. If someone hasn't found you yet, your name means nothing to them. True. It's, mm-hmm. it's what you're searching for. It's what you're creating. What are they searching for? How are, you gonna, how are they going to find you? They don't know who Val Adams is. But they know what metal sculpture is, and they know what they're looking for. So that we got to step outside of our name isn't that important, especially in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we want to build a name, right? right? But you have to. I just want to outcompete Val Adams, <laughs> who's the animal husbandry guy, because oh, wow. I got to stay ahead of him. Well, you and you got Randy him. Purcell. <laughs> I got a trombone player that's deceased. <laughs> <laughs> that one little letter. You know? But you can, you can get to a point where you don't have to use that letter anymore, and you will. It just takes time, right? Well, I'm at that point now. Yeah. If you search anything, Randy Purcell. I mean, people yeah, that yeah. are searching for me are going to find me. Right. He's. If you do. Randy Purcell music now the trombone players right but you have such a specialty too that beeswax 
transfers. That's going to bring me up. That's going to bring you up mm-hmm. at some point. I do have a niche. Yeah, you have a so really I'm, good niche. A, if somebody, Yours is going to be a little easier, yeah. probably, mm-hmm. in the long haul of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If they're looking for a bees. Mine's more generalized, and yours is probably more generalized, where you're going to have to really pick. Yes. Pick the things that you truly love doing, and those are the yeah. words that you're going to have to find. Well, and that's the thing that's going back to the guitar again is that I think that I'm going to have to. I shouldn't even use that terminology. I, I am fortunate yes. to have the dilemma of occupying a, a guitar niche mm-hmm. where I make guitars and mm-hmm. I'm known as somebody who does that. That's right. what I started with. First thing I ever made. And it's so, it's, yeah, they're unique too. I mean, there's different ways of making it guitars as artwork, but yours is so. Yours is different. you. Yeah. It is me. It's so valid. It is so me. It's like it, reuse. I mean, somebody, that's, somebody told me the other day, they said, they looked at my heart and they said, reminded them of um, Hans Geiger, the guy who's, he, he's the one who developed all the, stuff that led to aliens and all that phantasmal oh, airbrushing, wow. mm-hmm. you know, with the, the creatures. Yeah. And um, and I never thought of it that way. But I, he was, like, one of my heroes back in the day. You know, I had, like, black light posters. They had <laughs> black light posters. Did in I say that out loud? Days? Did I say that out loud? <laughs> Might have. Hey, are we good on time? Right. How are we doing? I think we're... I think we're good. Yeah, yeah so we, we got to goals for next week. Let's go get to work. We're going to go demolish the deck down. Yes. We're going to go get rid of some anger. <laughs> Chris so if, if you listen to this, make sure you pay attention to uh, especially Sherry's Learn and Create and follow our our media outlets because we, we may continue this if we get enough uh, interest. Yeah, if you found some value in this, let us know. Um, I learn and create something I created in March and it's ever growing and expanding and I don't know I, I'm letting it grow organically and I'm hoping it's going to turn into this was actually I think both of your ideas that we actually record one of these we've been doing this what about a month now mm-hmm. um, and we did this to hold each other accountable this is a, we do this once a week whether it's in person or on zoom and the whole idea is three creative people in a room trying to come up set goals and hold each other accountable for achieving those goals we're going week to week and we're building our goals into bigger things and we want we to just, encourage everybody else to start their own groups. right so because the, va- the value is, that we are getting out of this yeah. is huge the and blueprint i mean i don't even think i knew i realized how valuable this would be when we started it and it's something that's common in the business world right why not the art right. business world? but this format of three people is is exactly right yeah four is too many two is too few right and so my goal is to share with our audience, if they're interested in this, to see if they're getting anything out of it. If not, we'll just continue doing what we're doing. But yeah, we, we just thought we'd share it and see what happens. So, yeah. so let us call know. call the duty, audience. Yeah. There you go. If you want to hear more, let us know. All right. We have rhino skin. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's it.